What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Welcome back, you handsome sons of bitches. If you haven't done it yet, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Before I get any further, for my American listeners, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. All of these are recorded early, but since this episode is dropped on the first week of December, I figured I'd try to be current a little bit. I hope Everyone out there has a Merry Christmas, and I also hope that uh, for our Jewish friends that you guys have a Happy Hanukkah, and, you know, for you guys that celebrate Festivus, whatever, Happy Festivus, and Happy Kwanzaa, too. I think I covered everybody. This week was a fun episode. Our resident dating coach, Benny Lichtenwalner, joined me today to chat about his coaching services. His patent-pending Facebook game, okay, it's not really patent-pending, I just call it that, uh, because it's really fucking awesome. His take on dating apps, as well as a time he was actually stood up, but pulled up a Plan B girl at the last minute in the clutch. My man. I'm sure you're going to love it. Fair warning, there were some weird audio feedback at times, so I apologize for that. Not sure what happened there. All of that being said, I will bring you my chat with Benny right after this break from this week's sponsor. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done. If you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right, I've got Benny Lichtenwalder, right? Is that how you pronounce it? That's it, man. You got it. Okay, I've got Benny with us. A lot of you guys know Benny from the 3% Man Group because he's like one of the resident uh dating coaches right like you're a dating coach or are you like a life yeah. coach no it's a dating coach okay dating coaching practice very cool yeah so yeah and, and benny you always see him leaving video comments uh under a lot of people's uh posts and they're very insightful i'm a huge fan <laughs> by the way appreciate you how how did you get into 
uh, dating coach, being a dating coach? Uh, just like anybody else, man, there's a long story of uh, uh, simpery and, and tragic issues. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't even know what simp, I know what it means. I don't know like what the etymology of simp is. I have no clue. Maybe I can see it floating around so, so loosely these days, you know? Like I, I think I, I first heard it because my daughter said it once. She's like, oh, oh that, really? guy, that guy's a simp. And I was like, what's that? And she's like, you know, like a, like a wuss-ass guy. Oh, okay. I, whatever the I, kids I, say these I, days. We, we should go on a mission to actually discover what, what the root of that word. I have no clue, but I, people throw around so loose. You know what? Shit. Why don't I just look it up here? I, wonder, I bet you it's on also, Urban Dictionary. Let's see. Yeah, Urban. We know that it's interchangeable with cuck. I do know what cuck means. <laughs> I, know what, I know what cuck means. Oh, okay. So according, well, that's dictionary.com. Urban Dictionary, simp, a word that everyone overuses without the correct definition. It means a guy that is overly desperate for women, especially okay. if she's a bad person. Wait, wait, is that Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's going to be like zero etymology there. So Yeah, whatever. let's see. There's actually dictionary.com says it too. Simp is a slang insult for men who are seen as too attentive or submissive to women. We want that. The... Somebody just came up with the definition. They picked a word. They picked some letters. <laughs> there's, no, there's no relation to any other word. Let's see. Yeah, simp etymology. Oh, yeah, well, it says here, early 20th century abbreviation of simpleton. Okay. That doesn't sound like, I mean, a simpleton just sounds like someone who's uneducated, right? That. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's right. <laughs> but that, that sounds like somebody educated decided to, like, explain whatever slang got created with, like, no no consciousness behind it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people just make shit up, too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's what happened. So, but, but so, so you started off as a simp, like, uh, like pretty much everyone else that found Corey's work, you know, like me, I was a total simp. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. So I had girlfriends growing up and stuff like that, but typically it was the kind of thing where, you know, they were out of there in like two weeks. You know, I, I had an issue as a kid where uh, my, my buddy came over to hang out and he's like, Oh, what's up with your girlfriend that I had for like a week or something. I was like, Oh yeah, you know, whatever. And so he left my house and proceeded to like go hang out with her like right after, you know, <laughs> like I feel like everybody's got their like story of something like that, you know, like something that happened to him. But it's funny though, because at the same time, I still had like inklings of greatness as a kid. Like I remember um, I went to, I went to, um, uh, God, it's something like Hot Topic. It was like whatever the version of Hot Topic was in Missouri at the mall. So I'm like freshman year or eighth grade or something. And I go, um, I buy this like glimmering, like silver and blue shirt that I saw, I saw like hanging out. It was like 40 or 50 bucks, you know, that I probably spent like my Peacock whole life on it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, because I thought it was cool. I didn't even know what peacocking was, but I guess that's what I was doing. Right. So I got this shirt and I was acting like the guy who would wear the shirt, um, you know, for that time period. And so it was like my first time wearing the shirt out. So I was, I went to the, um, I went to like the local CVS or whatever the hell it was. And I was there with my buddy and there was these really two, you know, hot girls, you know, for being in eighth grade, like two hotties or whatever. And so I just like stepped to them, you know, and, and like, you know, beasted out in the approach and I was carrying the conversation and they both ended up like me. They didn't like my friend. And it was all because of this shirt, you know, it's, <laughs> it's the amazing Technicolor dream coat. It gave you powers, Benny. <laughs> it, 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 God, it's so funny how that works though. Right. 
and, and so that the way that played out was like, um, you know, initially like the smarter girl, you know, I hit it off with her and I liked her, but then like kind of the hotter of the two was more tempting. So then I did like what every, every other guy who doesn't know what he wants does is like, it's like plays one out and then tries to go to the other and all that. And, but you know, like I couldn't maintain it. I had, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. That was just like one instance of like greatness as a kid, but it was largely characterized by, you know, not knowing what the hell was up and inability to connect, to connect with others, inability to vibe with others. And so fast forward to, um, fast forward to, and by the way, I was brought up in a highly religious Catholic ho- household. Okay. And so, and so that characterized, you know, my whole childhood. And so fast forward, you know, my parents always told me, they, they said like, Hey, just find somebody in the religion, like just find a partner that's Catholic. And as long as you have that foundation, everything else will be okay after that, you know, and, and they weren't, my parents aren't stupid. They're hardworking, you know, like they realize that relationships take work and stuff like that. But I bought into that thing that they told me like hook, line and sinker. And so fast forward to, uh, uh, like early adulthood, and I met my uh, ex-wife on a Catholic dating site um, as I was um, getting ready to come home from Iraq. And um, so I, I, I basically meet her. She actually, I was going to a, so, so uh, you know, FYI, I was uh, in the Marine. I know you were in the military too, right? Navy, yeah. Navy, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so uh, so I was one of your stowaways. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your, uh, we were your Uber driver, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so I was, I, I was mortuary affairs in the Marines, so like body, you know, cleanup detail, et cetera. And so um, I decided to start a crime scene cleanup business, you know, returning back from Iraq. And um, so I had a training course that I had bought to go in Irving, Texas. And so it just so happened that this girl that I was talking to, my ex-wife, um, was going to be, in, she was going to college in Irving, Texas. And so we met up. You know, we hit it off and stuff, and um, so we actually had like a long distance relationship over the course of like a year and a half or two years. You know, and and, and I, I never had a robust dating life as a young guy, so I'm I'm like um, what, like early twenties, um, running a business. Like I, I never had like a robust dating life as an adult where I could go pay for a hotel or go pay for a nice dinner or whatever. And and so I get, you know, I go down the path with this woman, and I've got no confidence in my ability to like go start a new relationship I'm highly like devoted like in the religious manner to like make everything work no matter what support wife kids you know do do the provider protector thing and um and and so I just go down that path like drudgingly the whole time just holding on just trying to like work harder and harder harder and make it work you know and um towards the end of my marriage I started well I I, I was a fan of Elliot Hulse um not familiar with yeah. Um, you know, Jay from the group um, lives in Florida, and he, I think he, like, knows Elliot somehow. Or, or oh, okay. You know who Elliot is, Elliot Hulse? No, no, I've never, I'm not familiar. He, he runs a gym called Strength Camp, and he's kind of famous on YouTube for putting out a lot of motivational stuff, and he's, he's kind of um, uh, cutting edge with, um, I don't know, some, like, crunchy stuff, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> crunchy stuff, okay. Yeah, yeah. Elliot, but, Elliot uh, what? Elliot Hulse, check him out. He's he's okay. really interesting. He's got a lot of cool shit. Like if you know who, uh, you know Paul Check. Are you like a health nut? Do you know any? Okay. Anyway, I, I watch a lot. Of, I I follow various uh, exercise channels. I I'm into pro okay. wrestling, so I follow. Okay. Um, you know, I follow uh, Celtic Warrior workouts. I follow okay. like athlete athlete and X. 
Um, okay, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff okay, like so that. El Elliot's got a lot of motivational shit. Well, he had this guy uh, on his uh, channel called Owen Cook. Are you familiar with Real Social Dynamics? Owen Cook. No, no. Okay. <laughs> so I'm throwing out a lot of shit. Like these are my own like really niche follows that I have. But um, Real Social Dynamics is a group of pickup artists. And, okay. Um, but the, the the thing that's really unique about them is that they break things. So as somebody like me who had a lot of trouble interacting with people growing up. Um, they break everything down on a real macro level, like really intense explanations for, you know, like what happens, like when you're in the club and like some guy's trolling you out, it's like, how do you, you know, how do you deal with that? And how do you carry this girl's attention, all this shit. And they're explaining all the dynamics that are going on. And it was really interesting to me to hear Owen talk on Elliot's channel. So I, I was aware of this ability to this like superpower with women just from kind of hearing Owen. And so I started following him more and more. I, start, I, I left the church. Um, I started training jujitsu, started doing, making all the choices in my life that I wanted after, you know, kind of just like towing the line in the marriage and stuff like that. And um, ultimately got a divorce. And so um, I, I went on like five dates, man. This is it. Like, like I, I, in this time, I kind of heard of Corey Wayne too. But like okay. I didn't really know that much. I went on like five dates after I got my divorce. And, um, and I ended up getting into a relationship with a uh, BPD, alcoholic, attachment avoidant, like, you know, kind of like fun chick with tattoos. That's kind of like what happened, <laughs> right? So my wife is like super uptight, religious, you know, like, you know, let's not have too much sex. Like, don't tell a dirt, dirty joke to like the polar opposite, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I got into like a year and a half relationship with her and, um, and then she dumped me because, you know, I got boring and, and because, you know, she didn't really have a lot of integrity. Other guys were hitting her up and stuff. And, and, and I was crushed because I thought like I found like, like the fun, cool chick that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And, um, and so I moved out. And, and around this time is when I really started getting into Corey's stuff. So just, probably just like everybody else, like how do you get your ex back and stuff, you know. And, um, and so I really started studying it in this time I was living in my parents' basement, by the way, because <laughs> I was living with her after the divorce and tried to move out and, uh, you know, doing the child support thing and, you know, sending off all the money, all that kind of stuff. And so I'm, I'm just pouring over Corey's work. And, um, and so I, that's what I did. I, I went no contact, you know, for about a month, she hits me back. Um, I set a date with her and, and it was so hard, man. Cause, cause like that first date with her. Um, what I noticed was that like, and I knew this ahead of time because this is what Corey said. He said, you know, treat it like it's a first date. Don't have any appeals to like old emotions. Don't do any like, like nostalgia. Don't do any like heavy shit. Just treat it like fun. But it was so hard, man, because I, I was in the throes of depression for months over this girl, you know? And so when I get her back on a date, I can tell she doesn't give a fuck. She's just having, she's just having fun. And I'm like, fuck, like, she literally doesn't give a shit. Like, like I was like, man, this whole time I've been working to try to like get her back and, and she was lit, you know? And so at the end of the night, so I played the date fine, but inside I'm like, I could feel all the depression and like sadness, like right in my chest. Right. And so, um, and so at the end of the night, like we, she uh, like made the call to like go back to her place and I'm following her and she like, she cuts and, and runs like on the way back to her house um, and so, you know, she ends up hitting me back. I'm following 3% man, you know, how to get, how to get your ex back. And we, we ultimately get back together. So I actually got my ex back her Corey's, you know, recipe. Um, and so, 
Um, from there, um, that lasted another three weeks or so, and then she dumped me again. And mm. this point, like, this chick is toxic as fuck. There's no way this is ever going to work out. I'm crazy for even having, you know, done this much. But now I have all these skills, you know, that I, well, I thought I had skills, really. And, I, I, you know, it's like, I have all this knowledge from, from Corey. And, um, and so that's when I just went on this journey to just, like, just hit it hard because never in my life before had I had the resources as an adult man. My ex-wife had the kids out of state, so I, I wasn't spending a lot of time parenting at that time. Um, they've since moved back, but um, but I had this. I had a year and a half of my life where I could just absorb all this knowledge, uh, mostly due to Corey Wayne, how to be a three percent man. Um, some uh, some others like David Data and uh, the real social dynamic stuff, but. I just like, I just went on a tear. I just went out like every single week and multiple times a week. And I infused all this knowledge that you knew you and I both set our minds to. And I just tried to be really honest with myself at the end of every day. It's like, okay, what did I do wrong? And you know, how am I going to do it better the next time? You know, so that's kind of, that's the back, that's my long winded background story. Oh, sorry. I muted myself. Let me mute you real quick. There's some kind of feedback, but uh, let me see if I can. Yeah. No feedback on my end. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, it's weird. I just I hear it a little bit, but okay. yeah, it's actually not that bad, so I won't mute you. Um, okay. So you mentioned uh, David Data's book, so uh, The Way of yeah. Superior Man. That's uh, one of your go-tos. Uh, what was the other, there's another book or it's just the, no. Um, so the chance, so any, so namely Owen Cook and Jeff Allen on real social dynamics are huge resources, especially for guys that have, that have had trouble like socializing if they really haven't had, um, like if they've just been socially awkward and stuff like that, like those two guys, because those are guys that like, are like borderline level, like autism, like, like extreme tunnel vision focus but they've conquered, you know, themselves when it comes to social issues. So they can explain it like, like a fucking expert for the guy that hasn't been through it yet. And it's, it's, it, it just, you know, turns on a lot of light bulbs. So, so the real social dynamics, um, YouTube channel, um, wave the superior man, David data and three, how to be a 3% man. Like that is the majority of what's going on up inside here, you know? Got it. Okay. I'm going to, add real social dynamics in the show notes so that uh, people can check that out. Cool. But one asterisk to that though, that, that, that's um, for pickup. So, so yeah. a lot of guys don't have any desire to like go hang out in clubs or, or go approach people during the day. And I get that, but for somebody that if you haven't been, so if you're listening to this podcast, if you haven't been like raised, like if your parents were like hermits, like if you have not had success, like networking and, and, and like, if you don't, you don't understand the principles of what's going on when people talk to each other, you know, like that you can still get what you need from this without having to be a douchebag and, you know, like, or using pickup lines or peacocking or right. Like, like if you don't like pickup or at least what you think pickup is, and I would, I would caution you to have an open mind towards it um, because I'm not like a club or anything like that either, but there's a lot to be gained from it. Sure. I mean, it's probably just the social skills in general, right? Because yeah. I mean, if you don't know how to talk to women, like you get nervous around women. I don't care how many times you've read Corey Wayne's book, you're not going to be successful unless you get comfortable talking with women. Yeah. Yeah. Hands down. And, and, and so like, okay, so here, let me drop a, a, a gem. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
So, so a lot of guys, when they write their dating profiles on apps or whatever, right? Like they get tempted to write like the biography, like the bullet point biography, like, dad, you know, like hiker, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's informational. Well, and I realize this is on a screen, but I'm trying to draw a parallel. So, so, so one, one um, gem that I got from real social dynamics that I never understood before was that when you're communicating with people, it's all about um, energy delivery and the highest frequency uh, vibration of energy that whoever's delivering in the room, that's the one that's going to prevail, right? So if you and I are talking right now, let's say, let's say a bunch of fucking mariachis burst through your back door right now and they're like throwing glitter up in the air and they're like, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's going to focus on that. Yeah, exactly. I've never understood shit like that before. Right. So, 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 you know, because I was thinking, Oh, I'm delivering good information. I could be teaching you how to fucking build a rocket right now. If I'm, if I'm, but I never understood if I'm doing it in a monotone voice, Nobody gives a fuck, right? Because everybody's just trying, like, we don't really care about information so much as just like feeling good. And so that, so, so this, you know, this principle applies to all the dates that you go on. It applies to all your text conversations. It applies to fucking everything that you do. If you just make the girl feel good, you know, um, that's like a huge thing. And I got that from a pickup artist, even though I had no desire to like go clubbing or anything like that. <laughs> got it. Okay. Now, so for the guys that, aren't into cold approaching let's let's say cold approaching um there's a lot of guys including me i'm i've i've gotten like almost all of my dates from dating apps but you're i've seen comments where you're not a fan of dating apps per se right well i'm not a fan of dating apps but i still use them <laughs> okay okay and and i'll i'll explain why so what I didn't like about dating apps, and, and I'm just going to be real here, man. Like I was not having the results that I wanted from a dating app because like I'd be out public and I, I would notice, you know, like girls give me a look or whatever, like a certain caliber of girl, like I could, I could get attention from, but then on the dating apps, I would have like, maybe I'd be blessed to have like maybe one or two nines that would talk to me. And then like, and then like everybody else was like majority sevens and even them, they're kind of treating me with a little disdain. And it's like, I just couldn't get what I want. But then, but then I, so I bought this program called um, um, Execute the Program by Jeff Allen. And, and it's, a, it's a course that's designed to exploit uh, OkCupid. And um, it's, it's basically, it, it, it teaches you how to like set up macros and like auto message, like all these different like women in droves. And then you qualify them based upon whether or not they smoke and have tattoos. And it's like more likely to like hook up with like, it's really like baseline cheesy level, but it's something that these guys actually do and it actually works for them. But I didn't buy it for that. I bought it because at the time it was the only like nuanced product out there on like how to like intelligently use online dating. Right. And so, um, and so, oh, uh, what was I getting at? So I was saying how I don't like, um, don't like, oh yeah. So I watched, I watched Jeff Allen's uh, execute the program and he shows what his Tinder profile, uh, like he, he, he does like a screen record and he's like swiping through his thing. And it shows like how he's matching with all these like tons of hot girls. I'm like, oh my God, like that is not like what my Tinder experience is like. And I'm paying for the app. I'm, I'm swiping all the way through the deck um, every single day. I'm, I'm doing it as they come in. So I, I'm taking batches each day. So I'm catching them early before they get bored and they get overloaded by all these other dudes messaging and stuff. And so I, w- I was putting the work in and I was like, man, this other guy, like this shit's on fire. And, and he's a good looking guy. He's very char- charismatic and, you know, like 
it's the kind of guy that would like kind of like win in a club setting or whatever. But but I knew that like I wasn't that much far behind him, you know. But his shit was like on fire, so I was like, man, like, I, and I've heard other people say this before that online dating apps are really geared to the top tier of guys for looks. And as you and I both know, looks really don't mean shit for guys. Like it, it, it matters a little bit, you know, it, it, like it matters, but then like, that's just checking the box and then you need all this other stuff instead of looks. Right. Yeah. And, I would and say so conf- confidence is more important than looks. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can't convey com- the, the only way that you can convey confidence over a dating app is that you're showing some restraint in terms of, you know, eagerness to reply to messages and you're, you're, you're mimicking that girl's investment level in terms of text bubble size and your response and all this kind of stuff. Um, and you, you know, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And so, um, and, and I have a little bit different philosophy, but that's essentially what I'm talking about. So anyway, so it, it's a limited scope to show your confidence because on other platforms, you can send them video or audio. Now, I don't know if dating apps are like that today because I haven't used them in a, a year or a year and a half. Yeah, actually, uh, with COVID, they're always trying to get me to do video chats and shit now, too. Okay. Yeah, like there's always, um, like if I match with someone on, say, Hinge, okay. they'll say, hey, do you want to do a video vibe check with them? And I'm like, no, not yet. <laughs> but yeah, okay. the option to do well, that. Okay, so so um, a call, like a coordinated call is going to be different, right? So that's it's going to be like a lesser, um, like it's going to be harder to orchestrate. But but the reason why I like Facebook, and this is why I switched over to social media instead of dating apps, um, but I still used them too. Like I wasn't going to turn down, like, you know, I was still going to try on the dating apps too. But um, with, with, with Facebook and with Instagram, um, you have the ability to record a short message and send it to that girl. So now you're breaking through all the text that they're receiving with a more ballsy approach, which is, hey, look at me. I can talk and be coherent and I can say something funny. Um, and I, it didn't take me all day to like type it out or whatever and, and then send it to you, you know, or like I'm not hiding behind the screen. Here I am and, I, and I'm not scared to message you. Just like if I walked up to you on the street, you know, um, it would take balls to come. So like whatever approach takes balls or the most balls, yeah. that's yeah. what I found like would compensate for the fact that maybe I'm not like a 10 in the looks department or whatever, you know, which I feel like some apps are are geared towards um, favoring with hypergamy. Got, got it. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed too, uh, that I started implementing recently within, I would say the last month is uh, v- like sending video or not video, but audio clips instead of texting. Like I would record yeah. a, a quick little audio clip and send that instead. Cause chicks are yeah. like, Oh, you know, they're like, Oh, I like hearing your voice. So like, yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's true because it's it's it, it's something different than text. And uh, my fiance showed me. She said I was the only guy that ever video messaged her, but she said one other guy did do the audio thing, and that was so notable that she pulled it up and showed it. She played it for me, and she was actually considering giving that guy a shot because, you know, because he sent audio while she was dating you. No, no, no. I was gonna say, I was like, that's that's ballsy. Yeah, she's like, hey hon, check this out, just to let you know. Don't fuck up. <laughs> that's a whole nother subject, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, but uh yeah, she that audio's the shit too, man. 
Yeah. So I, I did want to ask you about your, uh, your Facebook pickup strategy and you have, um, a part of, like a program that you were, you, I don't know if you still are, but you were offering to the 3% man group, uh, for free, but it's like a whole training series. Right. And, and does that go through your Facebook program or is that, that's a separate package? Yeah. It's a, it, the Facebook program is a P I'm going to, um, carve out the Facebook thing and make it like a, like a cheap, you know, like, um, a cheap course basically that anybody could just get. Um, but, but I'll just kind of break it down in a nutshell here in the video. So basically, um, yeah, so Facebook game is a part of the, uh, my, my course is called how to find and win your dream girl. And, uh, it's free to guys in the group, uh, because we're beta testing it right now. So I'm, I'm getting like, I'm feeling it out and I've learned a lot because, you know, I've got nine people in the group right now and we, and, and we're in our second wave. And so I've learned like how to, I've learned a few different things throughout this process, like get to know the guys up front, understand what their weaknesses are. Cause I've got 28 days of video content and exercise, but it doesn't, it doesn't fit everybody because if a guy grew up in like the throes of depression, like he can't take 28 days of consistent action, you know, and, and, and just be like, ah, surprise, I'm a pimp now, you know? <laughs> um, but, but to answer your question, um, yeah. So, so a portion of that's the Facebook game. And so, and so, Facebook game in a nutshell, what you do is you use, you know, it takes a little bit of time. So I've got one guy that that's working on this right now that it hasn't exactly um, struck for him yet. And it, be, it has to do with the algorithm uh, al algorithms of Facebook. But essentially what you do is you use the suggested friends feature to add random girls onto your, so number one, you have to be willing to dilute your actual friends list with a bunch of random chicks that you're going to, you know, hit up. So for me, I was like, okay, no problem, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I, I was going to say that that wouldn't work for me because I keep my Facebook profile pretty locked down because of the work I do. I work in network security and yeah. uh, the, the company that I work for that shall not be named, uh, we, we work with a lot of like banks and lenders. And so they're really big on network security. So I can't just be all like adding random chicks to my Facebook yeah, profile. Yeah, I mean, you would have to get a different email, create a different profile, add like only your friends that you know are cool and work from there and it would take you a minute to start up because you'd have less people on that profile um you might want to like abbreviate your name or change your name or whatever um but yeah it would take a lot of effort right um so you add random chicks to your facebook uh to, to your friend list or whatever using the suggested friends feature now what happens is facebook notices when you when you add um uh females it understands that oh like or that when you add a friend, it understands what type of person you're into uh, or, or friends with or whatever, right? So I would notice this over time because I would, because, you know, I'm adding like attract, well, I'm called, first, first of all, you have to qualify the girl, right? Is she local? Is she attractive? And is she single? Local, attractive, single, only criteria. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, so you do this by going into her profile when you click on suggested friends, you, you, you look at like what if she, is she a member of like a buy tr uh, trade sell group um is she a fan of a certain sports team does it say what city she lives in does it say her relationship status look at her picture okay she, is a dude in her picture or not or whatever right um so you qualify the girl and then you add her to you send her a friend request you do enough of this and the uh facebook engine like understands what type of person you're looking for and I, I noticed this because like inevitably I would friend a, like a lot of yoga chicks or whatever, cause they, they happen to be hot, you know, or, or, um, like just, you know, I would notice this like, um, uh, God, uh, it was, 
oh, some some other trend. I, I can't remember, but it it would it, it recognizes it. it's intelligent. So you friend a lot of women, and they'll start you know putting more and more attractive women in front of you of like a certain age range and all that. And, and it has no input on your end whatsoever, other than the fact you send them their friend request. It gets what type of person you look for. It puts more in front of you. So ultimately, my suggested friends became like almost no dudes in it whatsoever, like only hot girls that were local around the Atlanta area. You know, it's like just it was serving crazy. up hot chicks on a platter for you. Yeah. And there is an unlimited amount. Like there's so many, like, especially in a city like Atlanta, you could never like abundance. It is a ridiculous amount of abundance that you could, it would blow until you do Facebook game properly. You will never fully understand the abundance that you can have as a single man because they're just endless and, and not just hot women. It's like hot women that are exactly your body type, exactly everything that you dig, like everything that you want. Like it's, it's right there in front of you. If you just kind of seek it out in Facebook, it gets intelligent and it like, it will do this for you. Mm-hmm. So, so you do this, right? You go through the motions and it, and it does it. And so, um, you know, there's, there's two options. So you, you go deeper into your profile and it says people you may know, and you can like look at that a big long list specifically, but I just do it from the feed screen. So you, you scroll down about halfway through your main feed and then it's got a horizontal row. And I would use that. I would swipe through and click on profiles from there and add them from there. Um, so you do this now, now they, let's say they accept your friend request, right? Only a fraction of the ones you request are going to accept it. Now, um, just because they accept your friend request doesn't mean shit, right? Like maybe they just wanted their friend count higher or whatever. They like my fiance. The only reason she added me was because um, I'm an entrepreneur and she supports local business. Like she didn't give a shit other than that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know you were about to throw that slick game down. <laughs> yeah, she had no clue. Yeah. Uh, so 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 yeah. So so just because of that, it doesn't mean anything. So so from there you know, you can't treat it like a dating app. Uh, Basically, what I would do is I would send out 30 requests a day. So a fraction of those are going to add to my friends list. Now, I'm not going to message those girls the same day. um, Because I I have this consistent practice of adding women, right? So adding, adding, adding. So I'm not going to even know what timeline they they come to my friends list. Um, But so I'm going to be scrolling through Facebook inevitably every day. And so when I see a picture of a hot girl in my uh, Facebook feed, I will then requalify her. I'll go back in her profile, look at her pictures again. I'll see what her status is. Is she, is she local or whatever? And then I'll message her with a short video message. So it'll be like a 10 second video. I'll just be like, Hey, Hey, what's up? This is Benny. Um, I was just scrolling through my feed and I saw your picture. So I just thought I would reach out, say, what's up. Um, hope you have a great day. Talk to you later. Like, Literally, like you could, you could like clip that out of our podcast here and send that to some chick or, you know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what I would send. Just change the name. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this is Paul. No. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is fill in your name. Yeah. (laughs) I really like you to court. No. Um, So, so um, yeah. So, so you do that right now in the beginning, it was, it wasn't as good because you know, like, I think I tried like batching out my first video. So I didn't use their name. Um, so I refined it a little bit. I would, I, um, so then I started recording a unique video for each girl I would message like, Hey, Michelle, Hey, whoever. Right. Um, and then I also, um, started doing it at periods of time during the day where I had more energy, like 
like I was Ubering a lot at that time. And so like, I would be birthed, I'd be like 11 PM and I'm like, like, I just finished a ride. I'm like, Hey, what's up? Like, you know, like. <laughs> the low energy ones probably didn't go so well. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, did you ever did you ever think of just doing uh, like a just a generic one without their name? Just like, hey, I saw you pop up in my friend's feed. I thought I'd say hi. I hope you're having a great day, and just do that. And just pop that into it, like spam that to all the chicks. That's what I was saying. So before yeah. I refined it, I yeah, I did that. Okay. And um and and it doesn't work as good. Like you use okay. their name, it just like in sales, like it's it's money, right? Tailored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it, it forces you to get into it too because like when you. If, if you take a moment to connect to the girl, at least what you think she is, so you see her picture, maybe you notice something about her, it's like, damn, this girl's like, this girl is like my shit right here. Like, I really like this girl. So then you, like, you use her name and you're like, you're, you're not being needy, right? You don't want to reach because, oh, this girl's so hot. But it's something about this girl, I really like this girl. So, hey, Michelle, like, you're God damn, like, but you're not saying, like, you're just using that sentiment, God damn, like, you're infusing a little bit into everything else that you say, uh-huh. still keeping it nonchalant, so it's, it's being a little bit more authentic, you know, and, um, and that delivery, it, it works, and so what I found was, after I got good at it, you know, after I um, stopped, like, being a little bit reaching with my messages, like, trying to get something back or whatever, um, then, I would get about a 40, 40% response rate, which is pretty fucking good. I think. Yeah, I would say so. And, and then from there, you know, they're not all interested. Um, some of them feel just obligated to send messages to a video. Um, but from there, um, you have a lot to work with, right? Because that's, you know, some of that shit's going to stick. Um, and that's what Facebook came is. It's, it's adding random women, you know, that you qualify um, and you, you uh, uh, send them a video message and you start the conversation off like that, you, you trade a few texts just like you would over a dating app, um, spike their emotions, get the phone number, follow the Corey Wayne recipe, 15-minute uh, phone call, you know, and the rest is history. You know? Yeah, it's had a different... One, one thing, too, that... Uh, and I'm getting a lot of feedback. It's really weird. You're not hearing feedback? No, man, sorry. All right, maybe I'll just take this off for a second. So... Okay. One of the things that you've said to me, I think a few times in the videos, uh, like in your video messages, like with my date updates or with my, um, you know, with chicks that have canceled on me or whatever. Um, Cause I'm like, I, I still just do a lot of texting. Uh, and then you say that phone calls work much better. And you, I, I probably wouldn't have been canceled on as much if I was doing phone calls. Do you want to go into that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. And, and- everything I say, like, I don't just say it because it's my opinion. Like, I'm, I'm like you. It's like, I just, man, I just wanted this shit to work. I just wanted to know what it felt like to like actually get a 10 for the first time. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing I care about. And, and, and so I went on this journey of like a year and a half of just ridiculous dating spree. And, and I was doing all the same thing. Like a text is convenient. A, a text is, is that's the mode of communication that you're in already. Some girls, like, especially younger girls, like a phone call is surprising. I, I heard Steve C in the a group, uh, well, the other group, the other 3% name group, um, he posted a video today saying, hey, um, like girls below X age, like if you call them on the phone, it's almost weird to them. You're usually going to do a video chat with, with them. And I thought, hey, that's kind of insightful. That's, that's kind of, you know, up to date or whatever. But um, 
but but if you set a date over text, your chances to get flaked on, and I know this because I've been flaked on so many fucking times, um, it's way higher. If you call them, you know, um, yeah, you might have to fight through some awkwardness and shit like that, but they're way more likely. And you get to use all, you get to spike, the, you get to use all your faculties to spike their emotions and, and everything. And so you do the 15 minute phone call, you, um, you, um, spike their emotions, right? Tell a, a joke or whatever, get them feeling good. And then you tease the day like, Hey, what, what are you doing? You know, Saturday at whatever time, uh, she said, okay, yeah, yeah. Or, or when are you free to get together? She gives your availability. So you set the definite date and then I'll hang up and I plan it. Um, and I, I talk about this in my course too, uh, but then I'll plan it after we hang up. And so I'll get onto Yelp. I'll sort by like most reviewed, and then I'll pick a, a spot, make reservation, and I'll text her like the, the little Yelp profile of the restaurant. And, and that and then that's part one, right? And so we, we, we both know that Corey Wayne tells us to have like part two in our back pocket, right? Um, if she's really high interest, I might tell her, hey, I got a surprise too or whatever, right? Usually not for the first date, but um, I'll, like, I'll like tease the part two. But um, but um, first date, always have part two in my back pocket. So that way, when you close out the, the, uh, the, the dinner, if she's game for it, you know, then you take her to part two. But yeah, phone call, man. Sorry, that was a long explanation. But phone call is the shit, man. It, it worked. Like, they will not flake on you when you get a, when you get a, um, a phone call. Yeah, because um, one of the things I, I mention on the page a lot, and, um, and Luke does it too, uh, we follow, like, Dave Parada's and um, and how to beasts like confirm confirm method, okay. and a lot of the guys on the page don't like it because that Corey Wayne's like never confirm. But when you're strictly texting, mm -hmm. you will get flaked on a lot. And and if you don't do the confirm, then you show up to dates and you get stood up. There's guys on the page that talk about getting stood up, but you know, going back yeah. to what you said, like. You wouldn't. You don't have to do confirm confirm so much if you just did the phone call to begin with, right? Yeah, and if you go silent, you know, if they're high interest, you know, and not every girl does this, right? So it is a conundrum. Like, there's no good answer to this because, <laughs> and that's why both methods exist because, you know, depending on their interest level, which you may not be able to properly gauge, or depending on their like their best friend that, that comes into town and they're gonna fucking do a sleepover. Like, you never know what's gonna happen, right? So, so, and it also de depends. Um, like how far in advance did you set the date? Cause that's why like, it sucks to set a, a date further in advance than that upcoming weekend. Right. Um, like you don't want to have to set it for like two weeks out, you know, I don't like doing it more than four days. Yeah. Cause anything could happen like fucking, you know, whoever, like fucking, uh, uh, like TI comes into town and then, you know, like, like, so, uh, so, so, um, yeah, so it sucks. So like, so what I would do is I would break Corey Wayne's recommendation because if I didn't hear from her, um, um, you know, in the four day time span or whatever, I would text her like maybe like afternoon that day and be like, Oh, see you at seven. I wouldn't even be like, Hey, are we still on? I'd just be like, yeah, I'll see you then. You know? And, and I, I would say something cocky, like um, one of my favorite lines uh, got, actually I got this from my uh, best, my BFF, who's a girl. Um, who's also a pimp, by the way. She's a fucking beast. She she is a, the female equivalent of 
three percent man <laughs> okay but, uh, uh, so she she told she gave me a line she she said um and I, actually this is one i used on my uh fiance but but i would say something cocky to this extent it was this wasn't my go-to but like for example i'd, I'd say something like um 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 god damn it um something to the effect of like pick some pick something out really sexy i can't wait to see you in it or something like that so it's like you're setting the expectation that they're going to show up, but, but you're also prompt. You're reminding them. It's like, Hey, we have a date tonight. If I don't hear back from you, you know, like in an hour or so, I know you're going to flake it. So I want you to go to the restaurant. You know, that kind of yeah. That's, and that's kind of the idea of the confirm, confirm method. Like the, the night before you sort of say, Hey, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night, you know, see you at 6 PM, wherever. And then uh, if they don't reply back to that, then you just don't show up. And then, but if they reply back to that, cool. The next morning or maybe about like noonish or something, you say, you just say something simple, like I'm looking forward to tonight, you know, and if they don't reply back to that, you know, usually if they don't reply back the night before though, <laughs> it's, it's done. If they yeah, reply back the night before, you don't necessarily have to do the next day, but um, yeah, it can just be as simple as that. But yeah, if they in the way I look at it, I was telling Luke about it too. I was like, if they don't reply back, they weren't going to anyway. You know, it's not yeah. because you confirmed that they're canceling. Oh, oh, this guy confirmed with me. This guy's a pussy. You know, th that's not how it yeah. works. They were going to flake anyway. Yeah, exactly. You're right, man. Um, the only the only thing I'll say is that if you can get on the phone with them, it gives you a chance to use all your faculties to spike their emotions. Yeah. Um. So so. So yeah, and you got to take age into account and all that stuff. But if you can get them on a video chat without seeming over invested or too eager, like I would say do it. But you're absolutely right. Like you, like you get into that space where if you haven't heard from them in that time, it's like, fuck, are they low interest? Like what's going on? Like, and you don't know unless you confirm. And, and that's the bottom of the line. Sometimes you just have to bust out that like there's no, there's no 100% good answer, you know? It's funny because... Uh, on my first date with Marine Corps chick, I, uh, I did the confirm, confirm. So the night before I said, Hey, you know, we still good for tomorrow night. And she replied back. She goes, Oh yeah, actually I thought you ghosted me. <laughs> and I said, no, I don't ghost. And she goes, okay, yeah, yeah. We're definitely on then. I was like, all right, sweet. <laughs> yeah. You never know what's in their head. Yeah. Yeah. It's Cause she, she said that that's like, was her a hundred percent experience with online dating. She would talk to a guy a couple of times and then just fucking the guy would just disappear. So she just assumed I was one of those guys. I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm a 3% man. We don't text all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you been stood up yet? No, no, not. Well, I mean, I have, but not since, um, since I you started doing the confirm confirm. Um, okay. I, I have had chicks, blow me off and not reply back to my confirmation. So I just don't show up, you know? Yeah. So, and I've never had a chick not reply to me and then show up and then say, where are you? You know, I've never had that happen either. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to tell one story about uh, be being stood up real quick. I'll try sure. to be short. So, um, so I've been stood up twice um, in my adult dating or whatever. And so, um, and, and, one of them was really young. So I just attribute that to her being like super young um, and flaky. But um, the other one was this chick. So I actually um, got into like a, a like week long uh, or like two week long relationship in my dating phase. Um, and 
Um, and at the same time, I was talking to like two main girls at that time. And so I decided to go down this path for like a week or two. I was like, uh-uh, that's not the one. And I go back and I, I text the other chick. Uh, but when I, when I went down that path, I, I texted the other chick, you know, like, hey, um, I know we've kind of been, um, or I think we had a date set or something. And I was like, hey, um, you know, I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm, I'm going to, you know, go in this other direction. I just want to give you a heads up, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, that's so cool. Or she said, thanks, whatever. Well, when I came, when I cut that off, I came back to her. I was like, hey, you know, that wasn't the th right thing. Um, by the way, I'd really like to take you out, you know, whatever. And she's like, oh, man, I told my friend I bragged on you so much because you're like the first guy that ever, you know, just kind of straight up said what the deal was and gave me notice or whatever. So she was like, she sent me like this big, long, you know, paragraph like bragging on me. Well, we set a date and, um, um, you know, I, I go, I go to the date and sure enough, she stands me up and I'm there like at the date, like waiting for her. Right. Cause I, I expect her to show up cause she was so, you know, thankful or, you know, giving me praise and all this shit over text, which was unsolicited. Um, and so she stands me up and, um, it just so happened that I had just matched with some other chick on Bumble or whatever. And, and so I'm, I'm literally, and like the hostess is having pity on me, right? Cause, cause like I'm chatting with her the whole time. She knows the situation. And so she's trying to get me to like stay and hang out. I'm like, no, I'm not, there's no way I'm spending money. The chick, like if a chick isn't here, like that's it. I'm going home. Right. So I start driving home and, and this chick hits me up on Bumble. And I was like, Hey, what are you doing right now? You want to come out to like X restaurant? And it just so happened that she had nothing else going on. So she actually met me within like, 15 minutes at the same restaurant like where the other chick that stood me up was at and uh it was oh that's uh, a nice save <laughs> yeah it was an epic reversal man. <laughs> epic yeah i think reversal. i think the uh the, i'm trying to think I, i'm sure i've gotten stood up more than this once but there's only one time that really stands out in my head and that was uh well before i even got into this stuff it was right after my divorce in 2014 and that year i didn't know anything i had no fucking clue what i was doing i hadn't been dating in like 16 years mm -hmm. and um i set a date with this chick and we were she was supposed to meet me somewhere and i get there and I, I waited like 20 minutes and she still didn't show up and i finally messaged her saying hey what happened and she texted me back going oh i'm so sorry i had an issue with my kid or whatever nonsense i was like no you didn't you're like this is bullshit you know so yeah, I was really fuming mad about that. Um, man, that year was just a ter <laughs> terrible year. I just, I don't like thinking about that at all, but <laughs> it's funny. Like, it's funny. Cause so like, that, that I year. I was chasing fucking Momoa. You wouldn't have had that issue, huh? Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. We, uh, uh, Luke and I just did a podcast and we talk about that, the, the Brad Pitt test, right? The, yeah. <laughs> it, would, would she have stood up Brad Pitt? No you know, but, um, I, I fully realized that I'm no Brad Pitt. So that's, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. That first year I got divorced. I had no idea. I did not like even try to kiss chicks most of the time because yeah. like, I just like wanted some kind of written invitation, had no fucking clue. And it wasn't until this past year, uh, you know, that, I, that, that all changed for me. Like this year on the dating circuit's been pretty epic. Even before I started doing the 3% man stuff at the beginning of the year, what I was realizing though at the beginning of the year was that, okay, I'm, I, I don't have a problem getting dates. You know, I can go on a date with, with a chick, maybe one or two dates, maybe even three dates. I can even hook up with them. I can't keep them after that. What the fuck am I doing wrong? 
Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's a whole another set of unique issues, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. why that's when I found this stuff, and I was like, ah. And then I started having like self reflection on like my previous long term relationships, which I feel like just accidentally happened. If I think back on it, you know. But that's I was, how it is for everybody, though. Yeah, yeah. Like I got into these long term relationships. I thought everything was fine. I was simping really fucking hard in my last one. I w I bought her flowers every month, dude. I had them sent to her yeah. every month. Yeah. At, yeah. at least seventy bucks or more a month just on flowers for this chick, and it meant nothing at the end of the day. But uh, yeah. really, yeah, what it came down to was you get to a point in a relationship where you just sort of become a roommate and you get super comfortable and you're just like, I don't have to try any anymore. I've already got her. And that's when you lose her. And that's what I've really come to understand. Like, okay, once I get a chick, if I get into a long-term relationship with a chick, like I have to maintain what I've always done from the beginning or it's not going to work out long-term. Would you say, would you agree? Yeah. Like you're setting expectations early on in the relationship. You know, and that, that's great reasons why, you know, like you want to be very like, like hypersexual. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's a, it's a, yeah, you want to establish, and that's another reason why you want to hook up within the first, you know, three dates or whatever. Um, it's like, yeah, it's everything. Everything is set um, from the beginning, you know? So you should like, you should, you know, like not be shy with certain things like, Hey, like, why, why don't we have this chick over and hang out together or whatever, you know, like, like you, like whatever it is that you want, like that needs to be, and, and you have to like not be scared to let that scare off a girl, you know, and, and that's one metric of true abundance. You know, if you're really going about things the 3% and way, and you're going to choose a woman from a place of abundance, which is, you know, the strongest, but you're going to get the highest quality girl when you have choice. Um, and so if you're doing that, like if you're scared to like turn a girl away because you're like putting out all your needs and, and wants like up front. Um, then you know you're not in true abundance, and 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 I, I I say this like understanding that a threesome like that that has no spiritual substance whatsoever, right? It doesn't fucking mean anything. Like we all we all have a lot of need. Like we want intelligence, we want connection, we want all these good things for the rest of our life. And you're not going to be having threesomes, you know, at 70 years old or whatever, right? But or, um, or are you? Or are you? <laughs> 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 well, probably not with other 70 year olds. I fucking hope not. That sounds gross to me, man. <laughs> I might change my mind when I'm 70 though. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, but, but it's a, it's a component, right? Like as, as a masculine man, you want like a robust sexuality. And so you want to like put that out there too. And I, I agree. Like it, it should be congruent. Yeah, I would agree 100% with that. Um, so we're almost at an hour. So let's wrap up here. Let me ask you one last question. This is a yeah. question I usually like to ask people. What does being a 3% man mean to you? Man, um, I think a lot of guys identify with it. And I, and I get why, because it, there's a certain pride in knowing that you can overcome everything that you grew up with, you know, like uh, all, all your shortcomings and stuff. And so you, you learn how, how to, you read the book, how to be a 3% man, you know, one to 10 times, hopefully 10 times, you know, and you, and, and you, you take on, you know, the, the structure of the knowledge. Um, and, and so there, there's a temptation to identify with, Oh shit, like I'm 3%, like I'm better than everybody else, you know? 
And, uh, and in a way, yeah, you are like the girls are going to like you way better than all the other guys because you're not over eager and you, you know what to do. You set reservation, all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, and it's true. Like, like logistically you are, um, you are, you know, in the 3%, that is the truth. Um, I've never really, I did, I've never called myself part of the 3% man, like 3% or, or been part of 3%. I see Corey Wayne's work as, you know, like all the reality is out here. This is, this is the truth. Like it's all in front of us. It's, it's this, you know, everything is, is one basically. And, and so Corey Wayne's work is, a, is like a, a, like a fraction of, of truth. You know, it, 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 it's filling in the gaps of like whatever I'm missing up here, Corey Wayne's work has, has filled in a lot of blanks for me, you know, um, and so has other people, you know, and, and so and so I don't really like identify as a 3% man, even though effectively it's true. And also Corey Wayne's work has has benefited. Well, I guess that's what I'll sort of close out with is that um, while I highly value works like Way the Superior Man, I think David Beta has like next level teaching. Um, there's other works out there that are really great. Um, and, and Real Social Dynamics has so many things that I've like taken in. I love it. But at the end of the day, the hands down most practical guide to fixing your problems as a dude um, in modern society, like the, the best, like just the best logistics on setting dates, having success, what to do, getting the results that we're all looking for. Like there's no, there's no better practical guide than how to be a 3% man. And, um, and, and so what it means to me is fucking results. That's what it, means. <laughs> it means results. I like how oh, that's simple. You know, did you know that, do you know where Corey got the 3% man like concept? I can't remember. Uh-huh. Doc Love. Cause oh, okay, I, yeah. cause I listened to doc loves like book, uh, first and he talks all about how only 3% of, you know, the male population understand women. And then somehow I stumbled on Corey's work and, and a lot of Corey's work mirrors doc loves. And I think he even mentions him in the book several places because yeah. Corey basically got a lot of his stuff from Doc Love. So that's where the 3%, I don't know if a lot of the listeners know that, but the, the whole concept of 3% man came from Doc Love. That, that's really cool, man. Hey, can I say one other thing before yeah. we close out? Yeah. Um, so, so if you follow Corey's work, like to the conclusion, if you really, and, and this is the thing that I see a lot in our, in the forums, the most common problem that I'm seeing like as a dating coach is that people aren't going at it hard enough. They're not going out on enough dates. They're not really exposing themselves to rejection in the volume that it's required. Um, so, so in order to build abundance, you have to really expose yourself and get over the ego shit. But, um, but, but once you build that abundance, like once you're in that zone where you have like three regular friends with benefits or whatever, like your needs are so met. And, and you do this by following the, the how to be a 3% man method, but your needs are so met that every interaction with girls past like having like, like two or three regular uh, fuck buddies, essentially that you hang out with and have fun with. And they, you know, like it's good experience. Once you're in that place, um, every interaction is so nonchalant and your results snowball like a motherfucker from there. Like that, that like you can get to this level with that. There's levels with this shit. And so when you get in, in that place, you have this choice to sort of like pick, you know, the best girl 
And when I met, so, so I, then this is why I'm saying this because like now I've been in a relationship for a year and I would consider it a 3% relationship because my um, fiance is a high quality woman. She, she's a CrossFit coach. She's a entrepreneur. She's a licensed massage therapist. Um, she trains judo. She trains jujitsu and she's hot as fuck and she's down as fuck too. So like she's got literally everything that I've ever wanted in a girl. And the only way that I could actually show my true personality on a date with her was that my needs were so met at that time that when I saw exactly what I was looking for, you know, I wasn't over eager. And that was strictly due to basically at that time, like seeing a different girl, like every day of the week, pretty much is, is what it amounted to. And, and, and so I just wanted to- So you weren't needy. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to, I wanted to tease that because, um, my, this relationship that I'm in is, is so different than anything else I've ever been in. And I only attribute that to, to basically Corey's work because, because I never could have pulled a girl like that before. And the things that I've learned in this relationship are so educational and just so something that you can't get from a, like a lower quality girl that, that won't be as giving, you know, um, that it's, it's just, I just wanted to sort of, like tease what can happen from this stuff and just stress the importance of really going at it hard because like what you can achieve with this stuff is, is fucking mind boggling. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. All right. Well, Benny, thanks for joining us. So your website is lover fighter.com, right? Loverfighter.com. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. So if yeah. you guys, if you guys need a dating coach uh, and you can't afford Corey Wayne, cause good Lord, that guy overcharges um <laughs> bless his heart uh <laughs> then definitely hit up benny benny's super knowledgeable and uh, you can also probably reach reach him on uh facebook messenger too i'm guessing right yeah yeah absolutely cool. happy cool. to help all right thanks benny I, I appreciate you joining me today yeah man thanks for having me on benny thanks again man i really enjoyed having you on the show if you want to get some one-on-one -on -one coaching advice visit his website at lover hyphenfighter.com. That's lover-fighter.com. The link is in the show notes. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Come On Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.